0: You're listening to Dirty Feet, a podcast from No More Radio. Vous écoutez le podcast Dirty Feet sur les ondes de No More Radio, hosted by animé par Alison Burns, J.D. Papion and Stéphanie Moréroba. Stay tuned. We're gonna move you. This week on the Dirty Feet podcast, I'm joined by Justine Dote, who is uh, the artistic director of Virtuo, which is a company that she founded in 2004. She's a choreographer and performer. She's originally from the Central African Republic, so she grew up in the Ivory Coast, and uh, she studied several different art forms there, which I want to ask you about in a moment. <laughs> uh, and then she moved to Montreal here, where you did a double uh, your your bachelor at UCAM mm-hmm. in both performance and creation, mm-hmm. and. And since then, you've performed for uh, FLAQ, Synodance, uh, Cirque du Soleil. So you think you can dance, Canada, um, all over the place in Montreal and in Toronto as well, mm-hmm. and uh, and of course with your with your own company now you're you're established both as a as a creator and a performer. Jocelyn is also choreographing a musical by the Beautiful City Theatre Company called Next to Normal that'll be coming up this month at the Centaur Theatre in Montreal. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. Uh, so thank you so much for for joining us today. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. Uh, wonderful. So yeah, I did want to start at the beginning uh, because you have training in, in dance and in choral singing and in Northern Shaolin
1: Kung Fu. <laughs> Shaolin Kung Fu, yeah. 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 Can you tell me about that a little bit? Um, well, yeah, um, in Ivory Coast... Uh, We are really, really into martial arts. (laughs) So we watch movies when we're really young, Jackie Chan and all those guys. So for sure, as I was watching those movies, I liked uh, the movements, aspect of it and especially shaolin kung fu because all the movies were kung fu movies so um i kept begging my mom can i take (laughs) classes and she was like no no until i like i i really really insisted until i was 15 then she said yes so i went for shaolin kung fu as i was dancing on the side but for me kung fu is a is another passion and do you find it separate? Like, they are both very, you know, physical they are. activities. They are. And in a way, I mean, kanfu is a form of dance. Well, to me, the way I see how the movement is so uh, logical, one movement goes to the next, the way it goes to to the next, the way it transitions, the way it uses uh, natural torsions or oppositions in the body, it's so natural that for me, it's a form of dance. Yeah. <laughs> Is it something that you've, you've kept up with uh, throughout your studies uh, at UCam and, and beyond? No, when I moved to Montreal, I looked for uh, classes, but there were no classes like in Africa. Like In Africa, we had three hours classes, three times a week. And we would sweat like crazy during those three hours, obviously. It was very intense. And here, the classes were e- either an hour or an hour and a half. So I was like, I'm not sure what I'm going to learn in so little time uh it was a different culture for me that oh the classes of an hour and a half that's just not enough so um i went for taekwondo and i found taekwondo classes that were 2 hours <laughs> 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 and uh and i did it for a little bit
0: <laughs> yeah fantastic um now contemporary dance does tend to have this um this label of being very all encompassing or or borrowing quite a bit right. is it something is that is that a
1: something that has come into your your work and in some way yeah definitely um how should i put this um well now with time as i've uh i've been a choreographer for a while and when you start you start with what you know and i guess what i knew was actually um um the martial arts and also i mean i did a lot of jazz when i was in ivory coast african dance And then starting my bachelor in contemporary dance. So I was integrating all those influences in my work. And the more and more I found, I found that, um, to touch the public, to touch the audience, I needed to find a vocabulary that would, in a way, be universal, um, in terms of, uh I guess, emotional intelligence so that people could relate to an emotion. So I didn't want to be stuck to one form. So I'm always rediscovering ways to mix things together so that the audience can relate, basically. Yeah. I'm seeing in, in your, your,
0: your resume of, of choreographers here, you know, uh, working with Cirque du Soleil and So You Think You Can Dance Canada and Company Flack, that, where there's a, a big emphasis on kind of the, the technique mm-hmm. and borrowing from the, the classical technique of it. Yeah. Is this something that is, is um, also evident in, in your choreographic style coming out of that, that you, that you
1: tend to value the same sort of um, strengths? Uh, I would say yes and no. For me, technique is more a means to an end rather than an end itself. Uh, it was important for me to go through like classical training so that I can say I did it. I didn't want to shy away from it, although I don't really have the body for it, but I can do it. So that was important for me to be able to do it. And also, I find that the lines in ballet are... um They are helpful for contemporary dance. I mean, in contemporary dance, we use lots of lines. So for me, it was just to refine my movements that I did ballet. Um, But in my work, I cannot say that it is the most important thing because I have dancers that don't have a lot of technique, but I believe that they have their own technique, like they have their way of moving. Uh, And sometimes if I integrate a ballet movement on them, well, for me, it's more like, well, I'm challenging you to try something. But if you don't uh, do it perfectly like a ballerina, I don't really care. <laughs> All I want you is to, um, I guess, just be be ready to express something with whatever you're, you're given. And the body you're given is fine with me. It's just, well, it's just that what's important for me is to be able to challenge that body, though. So, yeah. I think other than, than these... Um
0: physical attributes we've been talking about what is the 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 mission of uh virtuo what is the the style of the company or what sets it
1: apart yeah um when i started i was all about expressing emotions uh finding the the clearest way to express human pain, uh, sufferings, I mean, thoughts, but really go deep into those emotions. And as I said, founding ways in the vocabulary uh, to have the audience relate to what's being expressed. And with time, I found that uh, I started shifting, <laughs> using more rhythm, becoming more vocal with my work. And I started being interested in musical theaters. I found that it was... Um, Super expressive. (laughs) Uh, The use of the voice for me was very similar to the use of the body in dance. So I thought by combining the two, I could create like a a new form of expression, uh, which would marry uh, narration, which is more musical theater style, and abstraction, which is more contemporary dance style. So that's what I'm trying to do right now, mix the two. And I would say that that's the... um, I guess the mandate of my company is still to express emotions. But uh, again, as I said, I'm always looking for new ways. And for now, really musical theater and contemporary mm-hmm. dance is what I want to do. Wonderful. And, and again, music, uh,
0: being a, a choral singer when mm-hmm. you were growing up as well, has always, has that continued to be a part of your life? Or was this a rediscovery when, uh, when you were uh, cast in Berger and Plamadon's acclaimed musical Starmana? Uh that was back in uh, two thousand and
1: eight. It was a rediscovery when I uh I was cast in Starmania and I was a dancer and and I wanted to express myself like the singer, so I wanted to sing more. So from the from then I I went to take private lessons and now I'm studying actually in voice and composition. Uh but to make a connection when I st- founded my company I started also composing music by ear. And uh, most of my choreographies have been with the, I mean, I've been uh, played with the music I I composed. Um, However, yeah, uh, last year I decided that, okay, I need to understand that music I'm composing, understand the theory aspect Mm. of it and, and get better. So yeah, I'm studying it right now. Wow, were you, were you collaborating
0: with a musician when you were writing your own scores? Or No, no, I just,
1: I just did it. <laughs> Who knows if wow. it's good?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, on the note of musical theater, of course, is Next to Normal, mm-hmm. which is uh, the reason we're sitting down today. <laughs> yeah. It's a production by Beautiful City Theater that's going to be presented at the Centaur Theater um, this month in Montreal. So can you tell me about how you got involved with this, uh, with this production?
1: Uh, well, yeah, um, the artistic director, Callie Armstrong, she approached me. Uh, she told me that she wanted the uh, dance in the show, because Next to Normal is a show that doesn't have dance. And she wanted to talk about the inner life of the characters, because she felt it was missing. So... Um, She knows that I'm doing that process of musical theater and contemporary dance. So, uh, yeah, I guess she knew I would be interested in the project and I was. And uh, yeah, we've together when we started, we've been trying to figure out what would be the place of dance in the show, seeing that it's the first time it's going to that this show is going to have dance in it. So, yeah, it was important to define that.
0: So you you've previously worked as a choreographer on musicals uh was that with on Yeah, actually my Rod first Spell, one was with uh, Broadway. Exactly. Yeah. Again with BCT. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. And yeah. So how was your your first time kind of entering the theater scene with with choreography and working with uh <laughs> primarily
1: actors as um, subjects? Yeah. That the first one was hard because uh I didn't have my dancers with me. Uh, and I had to choreograph on non-dancers, uh, actors. Well, some of them could dance, but I cannot say they were dancers. So it's a, it's a learning process, learning to adapt movements to what people can do, trying to make them look good, <laughs> make the show look good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of work, but what I like is really being faithful to, um, I guess being faithful to the play like being faithful to godspell when it was godspell what it was about when something wasn't right like i had to change it even if it was close to the show um because we cannot do something that's not right <laughs> we have to to talk about what it's about so um yeah it was a good experience so just as you were
0: talking about before having the goal of, of creating a context for your for your movement yeah. um is there you know, that, that traditional idea of, of within within the box, within parameters, you're going to find a new way to be creative. Is that kind e- of the exactly.
1: idea? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And within Godspell, I mean, the music is very upbeat, uh, 70s, uh, pop, um, and, and gospel. <laughs> so a mix of all that. So, uh, of course, I had to obey, in a sense, kind of the rules of the show uh I couldn't create something contemporary then because mm. that's not what the show was about. So yeah, you you kinda just really follow. It's kind of like a dance. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. So you have a historical context as well as like
0: a situational context and, and yeah. to work within. Yeah. yeah. And so what is that context for for Next to Normal?
1: So for Next to Normal, well I read the script uh, to really understand the context is a uh, a bipolar uh mother who whose sickness affects her whole family and then we see uh, i guess the different dramas uh, that happen because of her sickness Um, and uh, also the causes of her sickness so it's really like deep and emotional and uh, the music itself calls for a movement that's not pop except for certain moments And that was the thing. At the beginning, I was like, okay, I'm going to go with that idea that it's going to be this type of movement. And then I realized throughout the show that, no, it keeps changing. And again, it's just a matter of listening to uh, just little details. Sometimes there's going to be a word in the script that's going to just tell you, oh, maybe try this. Maybe try a movement that's like this. And sometimes it's just in the studio, the dancers are going to try something and it's like, oh, it works. And so it's just really listening and
0: yeah. <laughs> so do you find
1: this sort of process
0: just as collaborative as when you're you're creating your own work with, with Virtuo?
1: Um, it is more collaborative. Um as I mean, I need to work more with Callie, like we because she also has a vision of how she's gonna adapt the play. So for sure we had to work together and that that's actually harder. Because when I do my shows, it's my show. So it's my vision for the whole thing. So sharing a vision with somebody else, is, it's harder. And also, uh, it's not a dance show. It's a musical. And so, in a sense, I think the convention is that the actors are first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to fit the dance in that, it's also like a challenge for me. Like inter- like spatially, musically, to fit the dance and with where the actors are to you know it it's a, it's a lot of work yeah have you created work uh outside of musical theater since beginning this this journey okay. um i have created my own piece which was a mix of musical theater and contemporary okay. dance a piece about marriage and it's still a work in progress okay because again as i was Working on that piece, I, I realized. Well, I think I need to write an actual script, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I've never done that." And then I realized, "Oh, here is one more thing I need to learn." And but I, however, I, I wrote the script. I I, I wrote it uh, last year, uh, and we've presented excerpts of the piece itself. Uh, the piece is called Marriage. Uh, we've presented excerpts of it in Montreal, even in London. Uh, and, uh, in Toronto. And, uh, and again, it's a work in progress. And again, as I said, it's just like for me learning new forms so that I can communicate an idea. So if it means learning to write a script, well, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you may have seen
0: Mary Age at Agora in, uh, 2012, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so did this, did this allow you to change the priorities when it was your context to prioritize? What you wanted to, perhaps the movement, or um,
1: you mean for next to normal?
0: No, for for Mary Age. Just in the way that we were talking about how you know certain elements of a musical theater production have to come before the movement. Mm-hmm. Once you engaged in this in this project that was your own, mm-hmm. how do you prioritize there?
1: Well, that's the thing. I guess when the, in this process, I try to have everything, I guess, equal, and in a sense that it just. Melts Like one, a text will melt into a rhythm and will become a dance or mm. change into music or, you know, sometimes deconstructing a song so that it becomes uh, a dance or a rhythm. So really mixing those forms together rather than separating them. So that, that's more my process. For sure, I try to do a bit of it in next to normal. But again, it's, it's not my show. And um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit uh, different.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one context that we haven't spoken about is uh, is the the context of of your race. You've you've been re- rewarded a nomination from the Black History Month and the Gloria Mitchell a. Long Award for your choreographic body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me about uh,
1: about what that means to you? Hmm. Wow it was a long time ago (laughs) um well um it's hard because um I guess I'd rather have a reward because I'm a good choreographer than because I'm a black choreographer but for sure it's good to be acknowledged by my community um I wish I would be acknowledged by the community in general rather than the black community. And it's not—it's nothing against the black community. It's really uh, because otherwise then you become the black choreographer or the black dancer. And um, I like to think that I'm more than, <laughs> than my race. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's one thing that <laughs> I find, Im- yeah, important that I would like. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Can you
0: tell me how you're going to get there in terms of like your next steps? Because we've been talking about how you're interested in 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 learning new skills. And now you're <laughs> starting to write as well and continuing to develop
1: Mary age. Um, what else is on your is on your horizon? Uh, well, right now, I'm actually preparing to go to London for a month and a half. I'm going to choreograph there and make contacts in uh, the musical theater field as well as in the dance field. So again, being in both worlds. Um and uh I hope to uh eventually do some training there and maybe go back and forth between England and Montreal. Because uh in reality the musical theater scene in Montreal doesn't really export itself. I mean we do shows and they stay here. Um Maybe if I were in Toronto, it would be different. But for me, it's important to to keep going, to not just create a show and it dies here. I want it to, to go places and to have a life. So, uh, yeah, I, I would like to, in a, in a sense, import myself in, uh, or export myself in England and and see, you know, what it has to offer. Obviously, engaging
0: in a, in a second... Um art form moving from not just dance but also musical theater does open a lot of doors did you find any were closed by the fact that you were you were now entering a unilingual form that now that you're moving towards uh, an art form that is musical theater mm-hmm. and these shows that you've worked on that are english theater productions mm-hmm. uh, whereas dance tends to be non-lingual mm-hmm. anybody can enjoy it and yeah. understand it does that did that close some opportunities for you or or yeah. make the the fish tank seem smaller well
1: yeah um I know that marriage. uh when I presented it at La Gora the audience really loved it but the dance critics they they thought it was too uh, narrative and uh I guess too popular art form in a sense so and I realized that the contemporary dancing in Montreal is really into um, more, um, it has its own style. There's a Montreal style of contemporary dance. And uh, and I realized that that's not what I want, that it's no longer what I want. I really want to mix the two. And I do want the audience to enjoy and, you know, laugh. Like, they, they, like there were so many funny moments in Marriage and to have the audience just laughing with their heart it was just uh it was it was great, you know, and uh um and I think this is what I want, that, that connection with the audience that I cannot get with just um silence, silent movement. I need to engage them with songs and but also I want to have those silent moments with dancing and in a sense, also educate the audience to enjoy both as as I do. (laughs) So I don't know, maybe that's selfish, but yeah, that's what I am going for.
0: Well, in the meantime, you can check out uh, Next to Normal, which is being presented by Beautiful City Theatre. It's a musical. Uh, It's going to be playing at the Centaur Theatre in Old Montreal. It's playing May 15th to the 23rd at a few different times. You can check out the whole uh, schedule on the Centaur Theatre website or on the Beautiful City Theatre website. Dates are on both. Um, and we've been speaking with the, the choreographer of the production, who is also the uh, artistic director of Virtuo and uh, an accomplished dancer, choreographer herself. Uh, Giseline Dote. thank you so much for thank joining you. us. <laughs> the 25th anniversary of the Montreal Fringe Festival is just around the corner. Programming has been announced, so you can check out montrealfringe.ca. You can even search by subject and find all the dance shows. There are seven dance shows in the festival this year and plenty other movement involved in different multidisciplinary performances. Uh, the festival itself takes place between June 1st and 21st in uh, Montreal's plateau End neighborhood. Again, details are on the site. We'll be bringing you more coverage later.
1: Dirty Feet was previously recorded at the Montreal Improv Theatre and is currently recorded out of Mainline Theatre. Thanks, dudes.
0: Dirty Feet is produit et animé par Produced and hosted by Alison Burns J.D. Papillon and Stéphanie You can find out more about our show at NoMoreRadio.com Follow us on Twitter at dirty dirty feet And find us on Facebook at Dirty Feet Podcast Vous pouvez écouter tous nos épisodes sur notre site web ou vous, vous également sur iTunes and podcast listen to past episodes on website or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes while you're there be sure to give us a rating and or leave a comment to help us spread the word tune in next week for a whole new show.